Hello everyone, welcome to another Marketing Meander with Sally and Sam and uh, today it's, it's, it's slightly gloomy outside, the, the rain is, is, is coming down and uh, clearly it's, uh, it's one of those very dull January days but we, we are here to, to light up your life and uh, your marketing discussions and, and thoughts uh, uh, as, we, as we go into this, uh, this January and this new year as, as we're really sort of pushing ahead and we know that we're all facing the, the lockdown conundrums. Again, I've been discussing moving around the house to different rooms to get to a bit of quiet away from the homeschooling for a little bit of time. And, um, and it's, uh, we're all facing this uh, together. And, and perhaps what we're talking about today is um, slightly removed. I mean, still definitely exists, but not in terms of um, meetings in person in, in an office, perhaps. The, the politics, we want to talk about the politics of, of marketing and of the workplace, I suppose. So very much it still exists, but perhaps it's felt in a different way with people being remotely uh, taken away from each other. And, and as we've just been discussing, the, as, as Sally's introduced me to this new phrase, WFB, working from bed, perhaps you're more, you're chilled out and you're not thinking about the political struggles of, of your marketing team. But we wanted to to bring this up, and I'm sure this is something that people can identify with if you've ever worked in, a, in, a, in any sort of team, really, or any organisation. Um, whether it be your, you know, your your local um, committee uh, for for a primary school, you know, children's PTA, whatever it might be, um, we all struggle with politics, and we all have to na- navigate rather politics. And yep. and this came out, didn't it, really, uh, Sally, from the sort of uh, our discussions about uh, strategy, uh, yep. operations, and tactics. And then that's right. Because the moment you get to a point where one of the biggest problems with marketing, and it's marketing particularly is that you will find that absolutely everyone's an expert. Whereas if you're an IT person, it's very unlikely that everyone's going to say, no, I know exactly how to set up this system. That'll be absolutely fine. It's very rare that happens. However, you will find that the moment you talk to anyone about marketing, particularly if they are the producer of the product, they will know exactly how to do it, exactly what they want to say, and it may not mesh together. Yeah, absolutely. That's the thing, isn't it? And it's this this sort of... uh understanding in, in the business in general there, there's a perception of what marketing is isn't there I think we've touched on this before where you have the the idea that perhaps if it's a small business that's growing and, and the boss says right so marketing is this, this is what we need to do for our marketing it's it's all about events or, or it's all about yeah. the glossy brochure or whatever it might be and we've all if you're not a marketer yourself you've obviously had you've been exposed to uh, concepts of marketing perhaps and, and therefore you know you just think you assume that it does this job and therefore you might recruit people who you think just do this job yep. and you end up with another thing we might be talking about in the future where it's you know the, the, the only marketer in the company and and the politics and and also the perceptions of what marketing needs to do become very prescriptive don't they and and, and you yeah. find you're sort of stuck in that that kind yeah. of very narrow rut as it were yeah, just in a box people think marketing is this and it's the, the box is this shape and you cannot leave that box that's really dangerous mm. or there are and the other problem you will off particularly in bigger corporations you will find that in a, if you haven't got a rather beautifully aligned sales and marketing team you will find that the sales team think that the marketing team is there is there it works for them mm. And that marketing team is there to produce stuff for sales. Mm. And you get loads of friction there because marketing, if the marketing team says, oh, well, no, that doesn't really work put into the strategy because we're going to do this digital money, this digital behavior here. We're doing a campaign here, digital campaign here, which is going to work in these on these platforms. 
And if the sales team arrive and go, no, actually, no, because we're not, she no, that doesn't work at all because we're launching this new product over here. What we want is a catalog for this product. Yeah. Yeah. You get budget splits. And, and unless you work closely together, you're going to do yourself no favors at all. Absolutely. This is exactly the conversation uh, or this element of it that I just had with an old colleague of mine who used to work in a, a larger publishing company. And uh, and and this is exactly that he, he we had we hadn't spoken to each other for years. And we started talking about uh, uh, this sort of area. And he said, yeah, this is the, if you he said, if you remember the sales team and the marketing teams that we used to have and the whole sort of sales saying, right, we need this from you um and and it typically was like we need the brochure i need the glossy brochure and the you know this pack which i go in off and i sell and i use to talk to uh to the clients um and and then marketing would would feel and we looked at it from the other side as well saying that marketers then want to come forward and say oh no but no we're not just that we do this and this and this and perhaps then sales feel a bit sort of like oh no yeah but you're just trying to show me what you're trying to do marketing's trying quite hard to to please everyone and and say this is what we can do and sales go no i just need this and it's that two-way communication, isn't it? Because there's so much that the marketers can learn from the conversations that the sales teams have with, with the customers. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, marketing does have to be very careful because although I am a marketer and we are obviously nearly perfect, absolutely, it is, it is possible that you really should talk to your sales team because actually if you're putting together amazing digital campaigns and they're working, you really do need to talk to your sales team and say, do you think you could ask your customers about whether anyone's seen these? Has anyone ever commented on these campaigns that we're doing? Can they name this new offer we're putting out there for them? And if they come back to you and say, nope, spoken to 22 people and none of them have seen it. Yeah. You might want to think people are seeing it, but is your core custom seeing it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's it, isn't it? And it's just that, you know, understanding that, and I suppose that, it's, again, um, very much connects to culture. And I suppose, you know, you, you get a certain politics from a certain culture or you derive a certain culture from a certain politics, don't you? And that that culture of, of alignment and yeah. communication uh, to the whole idea of like, well, you know, I can learn from you. You can learn from me or my team can learn from you and your team can learn from us. And that alignment around this is this common yeah. set of goals we're after. Um, but that comes from that political leadership, doesn't it, as well? And, and that whole kind of yep. like, that's the really, the, it is, again, it's sort of a simple concept, but a difficult, difficult to do in practice, or rather, I say difficult, more sort of demanding of time and effort, more demanding of time and effort than perhaps we give it, we give it justice for. Because you think well, if you get a whole set of teams together who are all very good at what they do it's like a foot i'll go get an analogy again it's like a football team where you know i've said it before where they've said coaches have said well i've, I've got you know you, you know you've heard the term of a team of individuals they're all fantastic at doing their own thing and they all get on with it but they don't communicate with each other and don't understand yep. the roles that they should be playing with each other and how they work together and so the whole thing of actually saying well no no we, we, you know, I've got a marketing team, a sales team, procurement, whatever, um, finance team. They're all really good at doing their own thing. But if they don't talk to each other, it, you're never going to realise the good results. And that comes again from the political atmosphere you're trying to, yeah. to get together. It's like we work together to get the best results for the customer. Yep. It doesn't matter which department That's you're right. in. That's what we do. It's all that truth of putting your customer first. Absolutely everyone. But you have to recognise that you've all got to have the same view of the customer mm. if some of you think if if just suppose in our handbag job you thought our hand our job our markets were all 
15 to 25 year old women. You were absolutely convinced that's the market and you just assumed that I'd agreed with you. So and you just assumed that. And so when I come to you and say, God, look, I'm just designing this fantastic ad that's gonna go on the Financial Times front page. This is brilliant. And you're going, sorry, what are you doing? That's completely wrong. And then I won't understand why you're saying that because to me, the customer is 45 professional aged woman who commutes into London. Mm, yeah, yeah. And as you say, you, in your own, in your own narrow, narrower field of vision, that's fantastic. You're achieving the goals that you need to achieve in like, like the, the PR person, you might, you know, as a marketer, you might be getting in a PR expert who's helped you get that FT from as Toby was saying, Toby Rowe was saying about get in front of the FT, like great, that's success. Brilliant. Um, Is it relevant to our market? Will it actually help us sell more handbags? No, but (laughs) it'll look good. It'll be a tick in the box from a boss, you know. and, and again, it's that sort of, uh, you know, well, it's where the, the politics, the strategy, the, the teams, they all meld together, isn't it? So our strategy is to sell to yeah. this view of the customer and the customer is. And again, internally, then you can see, can't you, then the, the, there has to be enough respect and, and openness and That's willingness right. of other teams yeah. each individually to say, you know, like we've said, with the market is going with finance. Oh, well, that's a bit dull, a bit boring. Oh, I don't want to bother with that. But unless you've got a, you know, at least the head of your marketing team is like, no, no, we need to embrace the finance, embrace the budgets, yeah. work together, understand. And then they'll listen to us about who we're after, who, who our target market is. The finance person talks to the salesperson and says, oh, yeah, so the kind of person we're after is, you know, 25 year old female living in wherever. And yeah. people just get to know it, don't they? And it doesn't become that's like right. a glitzy kind of, oh, that's a little marketing kind of, you know, nicety. That's the sort of thing they got personas and they do this stuff. And I don't know. It's more <laughs> it's of a so sweet. This is our customer who we're all, all trying to trying to serve uh, rather than yep. all about the internal workings and our own areas of expertise, because yep. you can end up being far too internally focused, can't you, on, on so I much. think um, I think there are some, this is always going to happen where however big a company you work in, you are always going to have political with a small P, not call them a problem, um, challenges, let us call them. Mm. But it's really, really important to grasp the nettle really early. The longer you sit there going, no, oh, they don't understand, or that's not working, or why aren't they helping me do that? The longer you're in that, getting into that little huff situation, the more difficult it's going to be to solve it. Mm. So if you bump into someone and you think, I don't think you've quite grasped this arrange a meeting with them or at least a coffee and mm. say look I don't, if I made myself quite clear how we're going to do this because of and just pop that bubble because otherwise it turns into a big problem which mm. you then and state management is stakeholder management and all of these people are stakeholders is really sensitive and you've got to do it properly and you've got to do it early mm, yeah absolutely and, <clears throat> and regularly I think as well you yeah said, that's about- right checking in isn't it because i mean it's one, one of the most frustrating things i've always found in the past was particularly my sort of level i, I was at the time was where um you, you know you weren't necessarily setting the tone you were leading a team but then there was there was someone ahead of you who was like you know perhaps the head of a whole division a whole area who then you know perhaps there was a, a personal battle between that your boss and another boss oh yes yeah. so many times i mean i know we probably all have haven't we where yeah you think you just sort of sit down for a moment and just reflect and think how much of my job is spent trying to win this internal battle supporting my boss and yeah. how much of my time is actually spent doing what I should be doing 
And and this whole thing of just, again, just knocking people's heads together a bit and saying, look, come on, guys, this isn't about, I mean, I know this, like we said, this exists in every collection of people, whenever they're organized to achieve any purpose, this will always happen. There's nothing we can do to completely remove it because no. politics is there. Um, yep. But when you realize that it's becoming so uh, sort of malignant, so, so, so destructive that it is taking away from what you should be focused on when you're, you're involved yep. in a battle of actually spending your time, your marketing executives time on producing something to win a battle, you know, and it's not yep. about actually finding value, creating value for your customer anymore. It's about, mm-hmm. well, I'm just need to prove to you that this is better than that, or, or, you know, we should be focused on this. That's exactly with budgets, right. like we talked about the other day. I mean, that's where yep. it quite often flares up, isn't it? In the budget yep. meetings, when you're fighting. Absolutely. For... Some, if some at the moment somebody says we can't, we can't, I've got no budget for that, then you're absolutely right. That's like light the blue touch paper, and then a lot of people don't step back. They will then light the blue touch paper, pick the fu- pick the firework up, and rush into somebody else's office and say, "Now look what's happening." Mm. Yeah, and that's absolutely not the way to solve it. You need to settle down and actually make sure you're all singing from the same song sheet and that you all have the same um, strategy for where you're going and why Mm. and that you're measuring things in the same way because that's another thing that can go horribly wrong politically is that your manager is actually measuring your success by counting um, let's say the number of products that go out of the warehouse whereas you're measuring success by the by the ROI on your on your marketing budget mm. and the two might it may might not be the same yeah and you might not be measuring them over the same time periods so your, your, your boss might be measuring them once a quarter and you're measuring them once a day yeah and so you're you're both kind of not in the same place with a small word politically mm. yeah but your boss is having the same problems they're trying to they're having to persuade the CEO that everything's going terrifically well Mm, exactly and that's it and it's almost sort of those those are all those conversations it feels like the, the people who are the good political operators quite often you feel a bit aggrieved because they're the ones who are getting what they want i mean it's like i've, I've talked to uh someone who's very close to me who um uh says about their their company where he mentions the heads of teams and you know the ones who were the slick kind of you know they look literally almost like they're oozing grease you know through their through their sharp suit you know they're sort of like <laughs> hey yeah i can I can talk the talk and it's just quite interesting actually because it was a, a an organization which i used to be involved with as well which i'm so i'm still i'm seeing it as like 12 15 years on from when i left and um it, it's the the, the, the the same uh team or the, the team has gone through many manifestations the marketing team so it's a really interesting case study actually i should write about it one day um and uh, just seeing how it's existed and then who's led it and i know there's been multiple leaders over a period of time and now on the on the outside, it looks successful because the person who leads it now knows how to politically operate and maneuver well and yeah. gets what they want in terms of resources. But you could say, I think, I well, I would make this observation that a lot of the stuff they seem to be doing is perhaps not adding as much value and is not as relevant and useful for the organization as a whole. So it's almost like they're good at politically winning their fiefdom uh, but it's a bit glitzy without as much substance as perhaps a smaller team that's not as well resourced yep. is actually doing a good thing. If that makes any sense, it's sort of absolutely. I've, I've seen how that's evolved because you, you've had people who've run up against the other leadership and been re- rebuffed and, and yep. not got what they want and then left. 
uh, or, or the people who've just been very, a bit more timid, a bit more sort of, well, I'll, I'll just do, I'll, I'll do what you need me to do. Yeah. And I'll just try and do a good job. And they get, yeah. you know, browbeaten and, and don't get what they want. And then the other person is like, hey, I'm just, you know, Mr. Slick coming in here and uh, I can operate well, get what they need. But then you have that balance again. Of, but are they actually genuinely doing what's good? Is it good for them as an individual, as a leader? Or is it good for the organisation and the customer, That's right. more importantly? Um, so there's some ways in which it could, it's always that balance again, isn't it? Like sort of yep. communicating well, but genuinely sticking to the strategy where the strategy and the politics really that's right mess um that's why you need to make sure and sometimes you have to you wherever you are you sometimes have to manage upwards you're not if you're a team below you that you're when i say below the team next to you that you're managing um that's it's more obvious how to manage that but sometimes managing upwards is really really important and as you said a little while ago about communication that's the first way to do it but sometimes you do genuinely have to say to this person look i am having a lot of trouble here because this is the strategy and i've been communicating it and nobody's told me that they're unhappy with it but it becomes apparent that actually people don't think this is right Mm. sometimes the best way to manage upwards is to ask them to help you out loud don't just assume they're going to think i must help here and you need to get tell them specifically what you want to help with don't just say well you can just say oh please just help me that's a start but it might be useful to say look please can you help me by coming with me to a meeting with x because i really don't think x is understanding this and i need you to help me with this conversation Mm, yeah you manage both of us and it's not working yeah yeah exactly exactly yeah and you need to pop these political bubbles really quickly otherwise you it's not good for your mental health if every time you go in and you think oh my goodness me i've got to face x and i'm gonna we're gonna have the same squabble every single time Mm. it may be really painful to you know to have that horrible meeting with him and your bosses but it just does it does help it really will be a start to make that go away yeah exactly and 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 it sort of because you can see the these sort of these these problems develop and 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 fester as you say if you don't don't get to them and it gets worse and worse to the point where people probably leave because they just it's head against a brick wall isn't it and you think you yeah. can you can also see this in terms of how businesses grow i suppose when you, even when you go from being uh you know what one person and then adding two three people's business grow our handbag business for example Absolutely. we start to add more people to it and then we get yeah. to the point where it's not just one specialist and working on each area we have that person and then a uh, i say a subordinate sounds awful but you know another person who's helping them supporting yeah. marketing and the warehousing whatever and then you can just see so there's both that sort of the political or cultural um start isn't there to say this is how we are establishing uh, yeah. the culture of the company and what we need and then you're saying well beyond that um it then becomes more about um, how people operate within that culture. So you sort of try to lay the groundwork yeah. and then the communication. Like if you say, well, if one thing we do is we openly communicate with each other, frankly, and that's yeah. the culture I want. And I'm setting the example as the boss, but you genuinely mean it. And you genuinely have time for, you know, uh, the, the, the most junior person in the organization to come to you, knock on your door and say, look, yeah. I've got this problem, blah, blah, blah. Then, hopefully I and mean, again it's, it's never been perfect is it but hopefully if you've laid those ground rules there and then your middle managers your leaders and everything are, so, are saying as you say they can they can quickly act on 
That's seeing right. where there's a problem, where there's yep. knocking heads together um, That's right. and work well. Because I, I, from my perspective, personally, I've always liked to sort of be the kind of stand back and say, well, look, this is the plan we've agreed. This is the strategy we want to employ. And this is you know, trying to elevate it away from the internal to a certain degree. But of course, it, 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 it's quite often frustrating and it's not as, you know, because I don't like, you know, personally don't like too much confrontation and we all hate difficult conversations, but you know that some people are just, they quite love the political work, the house of cards kind of thing. They like the whole yeah, yeah, machination, yeah. the machination. Yeah, play the game and, 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 and work things out. And that's almost like the bigger part for them, for the, the job they're trying to do almost. It's like, it's more like, how do you maneuver rather yeah, yeah. than doing the job? Whereas for me, it's almost like, well, look, we're trying to do the job well here, particularly as marketers, we're trying to elevate it to say, let's look at the customer. I mean, in the past, I've had it where, as I say, again, a political battle or, or a, a political setup where you say, well, the decisions ultimately lie with this person. You know, I mean, I know that's more about structure as well as politics, but it's like saying, but you know, we can all, you know, argue and we know there's going to be three or four different opinions, but ultimately it goes to the, the ultimate arbiter who is the boss who decides. Yep. And that so often happens. So many times I've gone, to, I've gone to a job interview in the past where someone said, yeah, so you'll be doing this and it's going to be really tough work and we need you to be very inspirational and blah, 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 innovative, etc. cetera. Um, but ultimately, you know, um, let's say James, James is the one who will come in and sometimes he'll just railroad the whole thing and throw it yeah. out the window and say, no, we're doing this. And, <laughs> and they sort of giggle about it and say, yeah, it is like, that's really un unhelpful and unhealthy. That's, that's not a good no, setup for any organisation. Do all that work, then show it to somebody else and they make you change it. That's yeah. not... And probably certainly that, per that person who does that probably doesn't want to do that. They, they want... The reason they have other people doing it is because they want other people to manage it. But you've got to remember, particularly for marketing, that... All, although everybody can do it and everybody knows exactly what's going on and that their idea is better, they don't really want to do it. If you said to them, okay, right, no, we get it. We get that you, you want to do it your way. So should I come in and show you how to set up a Facebook campaign? And then you really don't have to worry about us because you can just do that then. You just do that and then we, you won't have to worry about us. You can bet your life they might do it once and think, yeah. oh yes, of course I can do that, that's fine. But you can bet your life that they don't want to do it. Mm, mm, exactly. And I, I think actually that that's the real lever to pull in a sort of quite practical way is the sort of understanding of, um, okay, well, again, if we, you know, if you're going back, like with the budget conversations we were saying about, if we're going back to then the, uh, you know, it's like, um, is it active listening in reverse and we're saying well yeah. okay so you so if james comes in and says no no chuck this out we're not doing this way we're doing we need to do it a different way uh and you go okay but okay let's just reiterate what we've agreed here so what what what, what setting in context what we have agreed the strategy is to sell i don't know a thousand handbags to this new market of east anglia let's say and that's <laughs> where we're heading for norfolk and suffolk that's where we need to be Foreigners. uh yeah the, the, these 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 people out in the the flat you know, remorseless <laughs> bleak you know flat fens we need to get out there and sell to them uh sorry anybody in norfolk and suffolk don't, don't need to uh, <laughs> say anything bad about you but um norfolk and east anglia that's what we're going for um and then he goes no no this is how we need to do it we need to go door to door and uh and give them a five pound voucher that's that's the way to do it or you know we don't need to do it that way or or we don't need to do it the way you've suggested because i just want to subjectively throw my political weight around to show that i'm the boss particularly yeah. in a company where i was the boss and started this all off and got the investment and put in yep. the 
60 70 hour weeks and and you know i still have a grip on this because the marketing is the most obvious sort of uh, manifestation of what we are and who we are in the world so yeah i own it but i've got you in as a specialist to tell to do the job and you go okay but let's go back to the strategy so this was the strategy this is how i've interpreted the political decisions you've made this is how i've interpreted the strategy these are the operational parameters i put in place to deliver on that strategy and here's the tactical implementation of what we're doing yeah. with this plan so if, if that's all incorrect at every level down to my marketing assistant, you know, sending yeah. social campaigns, uh, what, what is it that's different? You know, what, what of this in, 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 in yeah. detail makes, it does not make sense. You know, that's what right. is it that's not going to deliver on that? And do you have any evidence to say that it won't? I mean, obviously you might say that and someone might just go, well, I don't care. Do what you need to, you know, you do it yeah, differently. That's right. Yeah. But then that exposes it as a, a very baseless argument, doesn't it? But it's yeah, exactly. you've almost got to use those tools, haven't you, to fact check back almost. And uh, that's right. I mean, you need to use all those lovely uh, um, open questions like, uh, "What is wrong with it?" and don't just think and hope that he explains what's wrong with it. How would you suggest that we fix this? So that what, how, uh, when shall we attempt to done change this plat this strategy? Because you need to not. And put the ball in someone else's court but you do need to bat the ball back a bit and say great that's fine if you think it's wrong how are we going to go on mm. and then you need to get some support because they need to take as much action as you there's no good just if someone says to you this is wrong fix it don't whatever you do just go oh yeah sorry right mm. never do that ever because that's a big political mistake because then they'll see you as a doormat if you mm. do go and do that and then if it's wrong again they'll just go this is wrong too fix this and you'll yeah. never get anywhere you have to say that's a shame you don't like that can we talk about how we can get together to fix it well i hope everyone enjoyed that first exploration of the politics in marketing and we will be continuing discussion later this week in part two of that podcast um, so we've already gone into some of these areas but we continue the discussion around how the uh, politics in marketing can be quite exhausting sometimes how can we influence other people to get our strategy actually laid out and deployed with the operational resources that we need and the tactical campaigns that we're able to actually work on and get out there to our customers what are some of the typical political battles other battles that we have encountered in our careers and how can we try to elevate all of this uh, internal discussion to an external viewpoint about what actually matters to the customer and how we can get around these political obstacles in a more effective way and with that in mind we'd love to hear from anybody who has encountered naming no names obviously uh, political battles in the past where they feel as if they haven't been able to get to the marketing and the important areas of their job because the politics has got in the way it, it stopped them from actually agreeing a strategy let alone getting the operational support and then the tactics in place to deliver on that on that uh, that strategy so um, if you have any examples or any sort of um, uh, tips and, and hints which you'd like to share with us and the rest of the audience then we'd love to hear them please get in touch at meanderspod on twitter or you can email us at meanders sorry rather meanderspod at gmail.com Thanks very much, everyone. We look forward to talking to you again soon. Take care. Bye for now.